You know, I was having a, a relaxed conversation with someone recently, and, and while we were talking, they mentioned someone by name. Now, I didn't know the person they were talking about, but I continued to listen, as you know, that's the polite thing to do. So after a few minutes, they said, and I quote, she was looking a bit ratty. I think she needs to be cleaned up a bit. And I'm thinking, wow, why on earth would you talk about someone like that to someone you barely know? Well, it turns out they were talking about their car. They have a name for their car and they talk about it like they're a person. Now, I never really thought of my car as having a personality or a status. Now, if I did, I'm not so sure I want to involve my car in a conversation, though. Welcome to another episode of Speed Bumps, a safe driving podcast. In this episode, we'll get deep into what distracted driving really is, how some drivers have joined a club without realizing it, and we'll take a look at the strange things people do in their vehicle. Let's go. You know, for a number of years, distracted driving has been in the news as the cause of many, many crashes, injuries, and fatalities. Now, the experts say that there are three types of distractions. There's the visual, the physical, and the cognitive being within your mind. But the reality is, they're all cognitive. They all take away the thought of driving while you do something else. And it has to stop. Now, multitasking is often not what we think it is. Now, you can multitask, don't get me wrong. But quite often when people think they're multitasking, they're actually doing something called task switching. They're quickly moving from one task to another, but they think they're actually multitasking. So when can multitasking happen? When everything you're doing is habitual or when all but one is habitual because you don't have to think about it. So driving, you're really good after a while of pressing the gas and pressing the brake and, and steering smoothly. Those are habitual. You don't have to think about it. So you can have a conversation with somebody and still drive. But let's say that conversation gets heated and you get a little angry and it's back and forth between you and your passenger. Now that's the one thing that your mind is on. But as you drive, someone, a cyclist or a pedestrian, walks between two vehicles, and you don't see them in time. Your response is late because your mind is away from the driving task. You're distracted because of the conversation. Simple tasks of driving down a quiet street can become dangerous. Other simple tasks of uh, adjusting your radio, eating food, uh, conversation, moving things around your vehicle are still distracted driving. Now, we all hear about the, the electronics, and a lot of jurisdictions have turned into distracted driving laws to remove the distractions of the electronics. But we have to remember anything that takes your mind away from driving is distracted driving. Think about the times that you've been driving along and you kind of daze out a little bit and you're thinking about something. And you come back to reality and you realize, wait a minute, how did I get here? I have no idea. And you're actually wondering, did you go through a red light? Did you go through a stop sign? Because you don't remember. It's almost like you fell asleep with your eyes open. Distracted driving is your mind is away from the driving task. 
Now, if I asked you to close your eyes for 10 seconds while driving, would you do it? No, of course not. That'd be crazy. Well, when your mind is away from the driving task for even five or six seconds, it takes you a few more seconds to get your mind refocused on the driving environment. You now have to take a look at where are all the vehicles? Where are the cyclists? What about pedestrians? What's happening with the traffic up the road? What color are the lights and what signs do I have to be aware of? You have to re-familiarize yourself with what's going on. It's kind of like at night when you turn the light off and your eyes have to refocus of what's in the dark. Your brain has to refocus of what's on the road. If you can't, that's the same as distracted driving. So getting a readjustment to the driving environment is an important part. But we have to remember that driving is your number one job when you're behind the wheel. If the argument starts to happen, you need to stop it. There was a time while I was driving home, it was heavy traffic and my phone rang. I have Bluetooth in my car and I ended call without answering it. A few minutes later, same person called, a friend of mine. I ended call. There was too much traffic going on for me to distract my thoughts in the, in the conversation and not focus on the driving. He did it a third time. I ended call. When I got home minutes later, I called him back. And he said, Scott, there's something wrong with your phone. Actually, it's not my phone. I was in heavy traffic and I needed to focus on what I was doing, not what our conversation would have been. There was silence on the other end for a moment. He said, okay, I understand. So avoiding distracted driving means you clear your mind from all the things that are going to stop you from focusing on your driving, remove any loose objects, remove things that are going to, well, for lack of a better word, they're too shiny for you to focus on them. You need to clear everything and remember that driving is your number one job. You know, during this pandemic, there's a lot of things people do to try to pass the time, mainly because there are things that we can't do anymore because of restrictions. So many people try to pass the time by adding hobbies, you know, like doing a podcast or different activities to their life. Uh, some will join clubs that they can do via video chat like Zoom. Others have joined clubs and some without their own knowledge. Some have joined the club of the It Won't Happen to Me Club. They do things not expecting to crash or get a ticket. That won't happen to me. That happens to other people, is one of their mottos. These are the people, for example, that will weave in and out of traffic. I won't crash. That happens to everybody else. It won't happen to me. They won't crash because the driver ahead of them breaks. That happens to other people. These same people who belong to this club tailgate. Oh, I won't rear-end that driver. I'll have enough time to stop. It won't happen to me. Again, another one of their mottos. They speed, not expecting to get caught and get ticketed, not expecting to get suspended, not expecting to crash. Sorry, it does. Not a good motto for that club. These are the same people who accelerate quickly at a green light the moment it changes, without allowing other drivers to exit the intersection from their turn. They won't crash, they'll get out of my way, is one of their other mottos. These are the, also the same people who blow through stop signs or red lights, because other people will also get out of their way. I won't crash, I won't get a ticket, 
It won't happen to me. Not the greatest attitude. And even distracted driving. Holding their phone, talking on their phone, oblivious. They don't care. Or they truly believe it won't happen to me. It does. And it can. But you know what? It's more than just a ticket. And to some, it's only money. They have the money to burn, the money to blow. They don't really care. They don't care about the ticket. They don't care about the points. And sometimes they don't even care about their insurance going up. Well, they need to care. Because their actions can affect innocent bystanders. These are the people who are in the vehicles near them. So the people who weave in and out of traffic, if that lead driver who's doing what they're supposed to have to break because someone else cut them off, that person who's weaving now gets clipped. And then now there's vehicle damage. If they get spun out of control, that innocent driver could get T-boned. Now they get injured. So it does happen to them. The ultimate worst result is injury or death because of your actions. Now, you can just imagine your family or friends. If they also have the same mentality, oh, it won't happen to me, it happens to everybody else, what happens if it does happen to you? You can't blame the other people. You can't blame the driver ahead for braking because you were tailgating. You can't blame the driver for braking because you're weaving in and out of traffic. You can't blame the driver going through a green light because you blew through a red. It does happen to you, and it can happen to you. Maybe it's time to hand in your resignation to this club. Find a better club to join. Maybe the Safe Driver Club. Yeah, I think your family would appreciate that a lot more. You know, there's a lot of people that like to sing. And they end up singing in the car. You might be one of those people. Uh, the old saying, sing like no one's listening. Well, if I started singing, I would like to sing like no one should be listening because I really couldn't carry a tune in a bag. So there was a time I was walking down the street, walking to my office, and I heard this noise and I caught someone singing with the windows down. They, They really weren't that good, but I'm not one to talk, but they were loud. And you know what? They enjoyed themselves. They loved the song. I smiled as we made eye contact and they kept singing, you know, good for them. We have to enjoy ourselves. And, and this is one way that a lot of us do enjoy ourselves. So it got me thinking other things that I've seen other people do. This is one that really, I've only seen it once (laughs) while they were stopped. I saw someone's arms flailing away, their head bobbing back and forth. They were dancing at a red light in their car. Now, if they're going to move their feet, I really hope they put it in park or else they're going to start rolling forward. But you know, the, the, if the moves move you, I guess you got to dance no matter where you are. Now, those might be safe because they're stopped, but some of the things were a little bit, you know, odd, a little bit weird. So while going in traffic one day, I actually saw someone eat a bowl of cereal on the way to work. So one hand had the bowl, the other hand had the spoon, and there they were slurping away their Cheerios. I know you run late sometimes, but maybe could you have eaten when you got to work or maybe just a breakfast bar instead? Because you don't need two hands for that. And if you slurp, you might look and you, well, problems happen. Now, I think a lot of people have seen people shaving while driving 
or putting makeup on while driving or even stopped at a light. Now, when, ever since I was a kid, I always thought, oh, shaving would be great. Shaving would be great. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, not only do I shave my face, I shave my head too. And sometimes I forget, oh, I needed to shave before I left for work. So I sometimes use the washroom and, and do a quick shave, but not while I'm driving. <laughs> there was a time I was stopped in traffic, checking my mirror, and there was someone putting on their face. They're putting on their makeup, and the traffic was a little bit busy, so we waited. And the driver behind kept checking up in their mirror, but they weren't looking ahead to see what the traffic was doing. They were so focused on putting on their makeup, they had no idea that the light had turned green. Um, yeah. So other distract or other things I've seen people do that were kind of in the strange way, you know, reading a map is a good thing and knowing how to read a map is maybe a lost art for some people, but spreading your map across your steering wheel while you're driving down the street, not the greatest move. Maybe make a list of directions instead. I've heard of people watching a movie while driving. Now, recently I saw this clip where an MPP, a member of provincial parliament was doing a Zoom call while they were driving. A video call because the other end showed them. Like, come on, really? Now that also falls under the heading of distracted driving, which is almost like our theme for today. But focusing on driving, yeah, still your number one job. Uh, changing clothes. I've heard people doing that while they're in motion. Uh, sometimes it's their passengers. Now, when I was about 17, uh, I had a passenger, she was in the backseat of my car and she changed uh, her clothes while she was, while I was driving. And she told me not to look and to tilt my mirror so I couldn't see. Like, again, talk about distractions. So, um, yeah, not really a, a fan of that either. So maybe driving should be our task. And maybe we should try to, you know, do all these other quirky things before we get in the car so our mind can still be on driving. Thanks for joining us here at Speed Bumps, a safe driving podcast. Don't forget, you can also catch my blog, thesafedriver.ca, and you can talk to me on Twitter. I'm at SafeDriver. If you like these weekly podcasts, make sure that you do subscribe. They usually do come out on a Sunday. Come back again soon and drive safe. I'm Scott Marshall.